0: Morning. Welcome to our services today. We're really glad to have you. If you consider yourself a visitor, we're especially glad to have you and hope you'll be back every opportunity you have. I appreciate the song service this morning and the prayers and I hope you have been lifted up by the service thus far and hopefully as we bring forth the message today, uh, you will Be encouraged in your walk with God. Obviously, you can see by looking at the board that the subject is thankfulness. What else would you want to talk about on Thanksgiving weekend, right? So we're going to talk about thankfulness and being thankful. Uh, It's a part of our history, not only from a spiritual standpoint, but our country, I would probably be amiss if I didn't point out that our country has included Thanksgiving since its beginning. This is something that's unique to America. You know, when the pilgrims got here in about 1620, they uh, had a really tough time that first winter. In fact, it was so hard that half of them died. Because of their connection with the Native Americans that were here, they were able to improve their lot in life as they were taught how to farm and hunt and fish and the different plants that were edible and would work for them, and there's a real blessing to them for that is it allowed them to maintain that settlement, which, of course, has resulted in spreading across this nation. Uh, Something that you might or might not know is that in many cases, those pilgrims were greeted by Native Americans who spoke English because they were not the first to arrive on the North American continent. The first Thanksgiving was celebrated by both the Native Americans and the pilgrims, and that was in November of 1621. This Thanksgiving not only included the feast of the bounty that they had harvested that year, It also included worship to God. In fact, it included worship to God with fasting and prayer and singing and praising God as they rejoiced in the fact that God had blessed them in such a way that they had survived and they had the stores put up to survive the winter. From that time forward... In November, Thanksgiving is celebrated in this country. It wasn't always on the same day. Different states celebrated it at different times. The only thing that was consistent was it was always in November. Then Abraham Lincoln in 1863 proclaimed a national Thanksgiving Day as the final Thursday in November. And then FDR in 1941 took it to the next level as he signed a bill, making it the fourth Thursday in November. That was an act of Congress signed by the President, and we still celebrate that today. I know that all of you here probably had a very enjoyable day, and I trust you're having a really good Thanksgiving weekend and that you will always remember these historical facts of how this came about. You know, there are a lot of traditions that have come about because of Thanksgiving Day. And I know that uh, a lot of you probably watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on TV. I think that has been going on since 1924 you've probably enjoyed turkey at some point in time along this several days did you know that 90 percent of the households in america will have turkey in one form or another this weekend now don't you know the turkey farmers are really appreciative of that ninety percent wow we got uh, 350 million people or so that's a lot of turkey There are many other family traditions that we all enjoy and we all should rejoice and be thankful that we have that opportunity you know mr Ecklast in 1327 said thank you was the greatest prayer we could ever utter the most important prayer in the whole world i know that if you have been conscious of our prayers today and our songs you've heard that two-word phrase multiple times already because we are a thankful people we have been blessed by God in ways that are almost incalculable if everybody here tried to sit out and list the things that we're thankful for We'll be here the rest of the day, I'm sure. How much paper would you use if you were writing that list? It's a blessing that we enjoy that few other people in the world do. And we've enjoyed that blessing since this nation was founded. I pray that we enjoy it until the Lord comes back again. Because it's something that we can, as God's people... Remember that God has given us all of these blessings. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. In everything give thanks. This is Paul writing to the Thessalonians, For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Seems like a very simple statement, doesn't it? everything give thanks. That just means we need to thank God for everything. As we go through our daily lives, do we do that? Or do we get so busy and so tied up with the cares and concerns of this life and so invested in what's happening, what's going to happen next, what we're planning to do, what we want to do, all our dreams and goals and all the things that we prefer to focus on that are good and right and we just, how many times do we just forget God, the giver of all good things? You know, God's blessed each of us far beyond measure. Look at Psalms 100. This is David. He says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. You see, they had the same problems back thousands of years ago, we have today, where they forget about God because they get so involved in their lives and what they're doing and the direction they want to go, and the list goes on and on, that they forget God. That's what David's talking about here. Remember, God has made us. We didn't make ourselves. Every blessing we have is a gift from God. And you need to think about that. I need to think about that. I need to focus on that. Because God has blessed me and you far beyond anything we could expect. And we need to always be conscious of the fact that we don't think more highly of ourselves than we should. That we don't think that all this abundance that we enjoy is because of what we do it's not because of what you do it's not because of the job you have it's not because of the family you've got sure all those things are important but who gave you that family who gave you the ability and the talents to hold that job who gave you those blessings God did don't forget that God gave us everything that we find good that we find a blessing in our life they're all gifts from God don't forget that and don't forget to thank God verse 4 says enter into his gates with thanksgiving That means we should have a constant mindset of Thanksgiving shouldn't we that should be something we start our day with something we end our day with is thanking God for our many blessings because they all come from him you know when life gets hard and it's tough and we've got pressures and difficulties and sickness and Problems mounting on us from every side. Thank God. Because he's going to give you the ability to handle that. Remember that. Those challenges, those difficulties, we should count as blessings. Because God is going to see us through those problems. And I know it's easy for us to think, well, I've been waiting on God a long time, and I don't see any relief. Well, maybe you haven't fully turned that problem over to God. You know, we can't do anything of ourselves. We depend on God for everything. But do we acknowledge it? Do we thank Him for it? Do we give Him the credit for those blessings of being able to do that? And unto his courts with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. That's the attitude we need to have. When things are tough, thank God. Because he's going to give you a way out of it, if you'll let it. Now, if you do like I have done in the past, and decide, Lord, I don't need your help here. I've I've got this. You know, I'm, I'm going to handle this. Well time goes on it turns into a bigger mess and then you just finally give up and turn it over to God which is what you should have done to start with and it'll start to get better God gives us a way out bless his name be thankful thank God for everything in your life it's all from him all the blessings you enjoy they're all from God the health of your children The health of your spouse the ability you have to get up and go to work every day that's a blessing from god for the lord is good his mercy our kindness is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations yes god is good he's good today tomorrow and next week you know in Hebrews the 13th chapter I think it's about verse 8 what do we read there something to the effect that God's the same today tomorrow and forever God doesn't change he's always there he's always ready to support us and lead us in the paths we need to go if we let him we've got to be willing to surrender our lives to God to live for God how easy is that for you to live for God to trust in the Lord to guide and direct your steps that you might make the right decisions that you might do the right things when a big decision is before you how often do you go to God in prayer and say Lord god direct me help me to know what to do leave me in the right paths. and how often do you go to his word to find out what those right paths are everything we need is right here in this book if we will just go find it i mean it's i know it's easy for some old codger like me to say that because i've had the privilege of being in this book for Sixty years or longer, but when you haven't had that, it's maybe it doesn't come to memory quite as readily. But young people, it's there. Just go find it. You'll find it. It's there. God's mercy is everlasting. That's just another word for kindness. Everlasting—that means it never ends. It's always going to be there. We, as God's children, need to thank Him for that in order to make you happy. in order to give you the ability to shout those praises to God in a way that makes Him number one in your life. Because when you reach that point, you're going to find your life's going to get a lot easier. That doesn't mean you're going to get rich and you're going to have a million dollars in the bank and all that kind of stuff, but you're going to enjoy the life you have because God's going to bless you with contentment and he's going to bless you with the things you need to live your life as he would have you to. Look at 2 Thessalonians 1 and verse 3. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly and the charity of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. What's Paul talking about here? We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet or as it's deserving or because it's. You're worthy. He's talking about the family of God, isn't he? He's talking about your family. He's talking about this family right here. Do you thank God for this family? I thank God for you all every day. This family has the support structure to help you get through any issue you've got. We've got people here that are experts in all manner of fields of endeavor. They're available. You can access those resources. We're all a family. We are really blessed by this family. We have people here that will do anything you need done, whatever your issue is, whatever you need help with. All you have to do is just let somebody know. It'll happen. We're God's family. We're his children. We live for and love our Lord, and we live for and serve his people. Remember that. Your faith groweth exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all toward each other aboundeth. Is that you? Is that me? Does my faith grow it continually? Does my love toward my church family continue to grow? Do you feel like you've made the connection with this church family that you need to? Or do you feel like you're kind of on the outside? If you feel like you're kind of on the outside, I would encourage you to take that step into the inside, to take time to be with your brothers and sisters, to spend time. We have a multitude of fellowship activities here. There's something going on at this place all the time. Be a part of that. Step into... The fellowship of God's family that he expects you to so that you can feel and enjoy the love and the compassion that only God's people can give you that only your church family has for you that way you can be a part of all the good things that God intends for you to enjoy and as you start to do that You're going to find that your faith will continue to grow exceedingly because God's blessing will be on you because he will use your family to bless you, to help you, to support you and encourage you. Don't turn your back on that asset. It's one of the greatest assets God's given us. That's A benefit that very few people enjoy if you don't have a church family we need that you need that i need that we all need that take advantage of it it's god's gift to us one of the many innumerable gifts and blessings god has given us is this church family where we can connect with each other support each other laugh with each other cry with each other live our lives in such a way that we are a blessing to each other does that describe you do you find yourself getting involved with this family here do you know what's going on with this person or that person or do you find yourself Exit and stage left as soon as the service is over. That's what's happening. Please, please give it a chance. Give God's family a chance to connect with you because I can assure you God's family wants to connect with you. Just give it a chance. It'll happen. And the love you will experience will help you grow in your faith. Every one of us will abound in that love for each other if we do that. Let's look at 1 Chronicles 16. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Kind of like what we read over there in Psalms 100, isn't it? His mercy, his blessings will endure forever. Give thanks to God for all of us. All these many blessings, especially the blessing of your family, your church family, that is one of the greatest blessings you or I will ever have. Take advantage of it. God intended for you to take advantage of it. He intends for all of us to be that family that supports each other, that loves each other, that helps each other, and By doing that, we help each other grow in strength and courage and faith and love and all those things that God wants us to grow in. Guess what? It happens automatically if we're collectively serving each other. You can't be the recipient of service without feeling thankful. And that thankfulness will resound in your life and your mind and your heart and your attitude. And then you will choose to reciprocate. What's that terminology? Pay it forward. We're actually paying it into our own bank when we're talking about our family here. Our bank. Our bank of love. Our bank of joy, our bank of peace, we pay that into our bank, our collective bank where we store up those things and then we use them when the time comes for them to be used and you all know what I'm talking about there are times when bad things happen and we have to fall back on that reserve to have the strength and the courage to get through them in the way God wants us to His kindness endures forever. God forgives us. He loves us. There's no way we can thank him enough for all the things he does. And he's always there. Now, can we walk away? Sure we can walk away. You can walk away from God's love. You can walk away from God's family. That doesn't mean that he's walked away. He's still there. And he's always ready to welcome you back. No matter the situation. No matter what's happened. And you know what? Your family right here is too. It's an answer to prayer when someone who's gone astray comes back. It's a blessing. Not just for the, the brother or sister who is returning. But for the family here. When you renew your life and your dedication and step back into that family unit to help support not just yourself, but all the rest of us. God is love. And he loves us even when we don't deserve it. He loves us when we fail him. Are you thankful for that? Do you ever even think about that? I pray that you will and that you will be thankful for that. Because God is always there. He's always there. He loves us. And we need to remember to thank God for that blessing. 1 Corinthians 15 and 57. But thanks be to God, which give us, us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I guess that's the greatest blessing of all, isn't it? The blessing of the forgiveness of our sins. He delivers each of us out of our sin. And once you become a child of his, he continually delivers you out of your sin. All you have to do is repent, pray about it, and turn Around and turn over in Does that mean you're never going to slip up again? No. No. What did Jesus say? When Peter asked him, how many times am I supposed to give this guy? Seven times 70? Seven times 700? Seven times 7,000? 7, no. How many times it takes? We forgive each other as often as we need to. Because life's tough. Some people have more challenges than others. You know, there are those that deal with the same problem over and over again. Do you forgive those people? Do you forgive your brothers and sisters who had the same problem rise up periodically in their lives? Or do we have the attitude of, well, there he goes again. It was going to happen sooner or later. What's our attitude? Do we love each other enough to forgive that transgression the 70th time? Can't even say the word, hardly. But you got the idea. Can we forgive each other over and over and over again? You know, forgiveness is for us as someone forgiving. It's not for the person we're forgiving. You know, if somebody does something to me, I can forgive them in my heart and I'm made whole. They may not ever repent of what they did. They might not even know what they did. So it may not have any effect on them at all, but it sure makes me a better person, and it makes my heart lighter. Think about that. You don't need some kind of a reciprocal action to forgive. Forgiveness is the gift we share with each other. Jesus went to the cross, and we're all sinners. And he died for us so that we could have forgiveness of our sins. He forgave us. And he'll forgive you. We need to forgive each other. And I pray that we always will. Because we are always going to be going through the trials and tribulations of life. God's promised us that. There's no free lunch, as they say. We're all going to have those trials come up in our life if we go through life when things don't go quite the way we hoped they would, the way we had planned them to, the way we wanted them to. Those temptations, difficulties, trials and tribulations, as I said before, thank God for that because he uses that to help us grow in faith and remember he's not going to let us be tempted more than we can stand. You will overcome that. God's promise that he will provide a way out. No matter what the issue is, just give him a chance. Revelation 7 and 12. And, you know, we've been studying revelations for, I guess, what, several months now on Wednesday night. I don't know if you were here when we covered the seventh chapter, and most of you probably were. But we read there saying, Amen, blessings and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And you see, thanksgiving is listed right there with all those other things that we're to honor our God with. Blessings, glory, wisdom, honor, power, might. All to God. And thanksgiving is a part of that. I hope that you make thanksgiving a more important part of your life. Make it more prominent in your prayer life that you will start your day with thanksgiving and you will end your day thanking God for the blessings that he has so bountifully bestowed upon you and me and all of us. And don't forget to thank him for this church family, a family of God's people that's here to support each and every one of us. Because we all have different problems and issues. We need a family to take care of those things and to get through those things, to help us in our walk with God. That concludes my message this morning. I've not really talked about first principles. If you've been sufficiently taught and you desire to obey the gospel and be added to the kingdom of God, the water's here and it's ready. Or perhaps you find yourself struggling in your walk with God. Or you've got some problems or issues that you would like help with. And you desire the prayers of your brothers and sisters. We stand here ready to do that. If you're of either class, please come as we stand and sing.